Hi everyone, Daniel Ramsey here, the CEO of My Outdesk and the host of Scale the Podcast. This podcast is dedicated to having conversations that unlock the exact formula and strategies multi-million and billion dollar companies use to scale their business. All right, rock and roll. What's going on? Oh my goodness, dude, you've got the best title in the world, Business Optimization Strategist. Here we go. I'm like, bang, man. Uh, um, good to meet you. Tell, tell me a little bit about yourself. I'm excited to get to know you. Oh, um, I've, I've been self-employed for 20 plus years now. Um, this uh, current venture with my business partner, Jared, uh, is, our, is our main passion for the last seven plus years, working with people on um, establishing better credit and a better understanding of where their money's going. Wow. And, uh, the work we do requires a lot of people. Uh, you know, we're, we're a high volume business because uh, we're not charging people a lot of money for, for the coaching. We're working on a one to many, uh, you know, type of delivery system, uh, which we allow people to schedule one on one consultations and things like that. But in order to, to address the masses, the one to many is key. Um, and coming across you guys was a, was a godsend because we have a lot of, uh, especially this time, you know, when COVID hit. Fortunately, I already had things set up to work like this. Everything's online these days, right? We're not dealing with with servers and logins through Microsoft SQL servers or whatever. And now it's so easy in the cloud. So we just all went home, started working. And uh, and now with the team with you guys, they're just like any one of us. You know, they don't feel like an outcast or like not part of the team because we're all working in this type of environment. So it's, it's really, it's been really nice. That's cool. Okay, so talk, get, give the audience an up, update or, or kind of a view into what you guys actually do, the name of the business, like just a, a little quick, this is who we are. Yeah, kind of. uh, I don't, this is who we are. Well, Credilife is a financial wellness company, and we work directly with consumers to help them uh, create a zero-sum budget. Uh, they work through the Money Mastery Program along with our coaches and uh, regular workshops that we hold in order to uh, build a better understanding of where the money is going and at the same time, we're working to improve credit through a better understanding of how to utilize credit to maximize point potential. Uh, also, we slip in a little bit of credit repair to help people clean up some of those past mistakes, give you a, a you know launching pad to get a fresh start. And most of the people we work with are coming to us with a goal of homeownership, uh, some as simple as wanting to refinance out of a high interest auto loan uh, to free up some more cash. Uh, but the homes is where the real passion is, you know, getting a backyard for your kids to play in, uh, teeing people up in line with good loan officers and real estate agents that they can trust rather than picking someone off a park bench. Yeah. Uh, we've created relationships across the nation in order to make that happen and make it a nice smooth transition for people. So we really love what we do. Wow. What a cool business. What, um, what's been the hardest part about scaling that business up and like really delivering value to the consumer? I, you know, really, the scaling part of it has maybe not been the struggle so much as the environment that we we've worked hard in to create the awareness these days. You know, back in the day, we used to have live events. You know, we'd have the first time homeowner workshop. And we'd be with right. real estate agents and loan officers and we'd all get together some pizza and, and, and do that thing. Uh, and then one of the workshops we were doing for um, the, up in the cities for uh, an adult education class someone came up to us afterwards and said, hey, have you considered a Facebook group? And this was 2017, I guess, and we weren't real familiar with that. So no. So we looked into it. We got one of our guys to launch a Facebook group. That group started to grow exponentially, and we're at 75,000 people now. And the whole thing has been to manage that community because 
people on the internet are not always sane. <laughs> You've got, I learned a new term called trolls. Uh, there's people in there that don't have good intentions. You know, they join the group and they act like they want your help, but really they're just there to cause trouble. So we yep. quickly found out that it was going to be a lot harder than we expected in order to provide the, the education and information to people who didn't need professional service, but just needed insights to handle things on their own. Yeah. But we just try and police the environment as well as possible in order to keep it safe for our, our uh, the people that are there for good good reasons, you know. And, but that has been the hardest thing, maintaining sanity there. We've had coaches burn out, you know, trying to keep the peace in there. And, and you're like, I have to give them like a two-week leave of absence just to regain their sanity after, you know, wow. dealing with the madness that happens in there. Because people who can come in under false pretenses with a fake name, they can say a lot of stuff to get under your skin. Yeah, yeah. And so you guys, do you guys serve people on a national basis? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and that's where the, the cool thing about the social media is we can reach a lot of people who don't necessarily need to hire someone, but are just looking for advice. And yeah. We can give them generalities, you know, it can't be very specific to their situation. But for the most part, uh, we're running lives into the group on a regular basis, just providing good content and um, really gaining the trust with the community, because we know there's so many people that need the help, but don't really necessarily need to hire somebody. And we know through those efforts of giving back. I mean, it's working out well that people are, you know, coming to us for our full service and, and uh, it's created a nice uh, symbiotic relationship for us. Yeah, that's very cool. Okay. If somebody wanted to check out your business because they need some support or help, where would they go? And then we're going to dive into my outdesk and how you're using virtual assistants. Yeah. Um, well, our website is probably the best resource for getting to know Credit Life. It's just creditlife.com okay. uh, or yourcreditlife.com. But Credit Life is without the T which is why we have both because we don't want people to get confused when they try typing in credit life. It's just credit life, C-R-E-D-I-L-I-F-E.com. Um, our main Facebook group is free credit repair advice on Facebook. So you can search that, find that group request to join. Um, and that's a good place to kind of get your feet wet and kind of understand what we're doing. That's awesome. So when you first signed up for my outdesk, what was the problem that you wanted to solve? What was the thing that you came to us for help around? Yeah, we, uh, because of the, the volume that's required to do the business, you know, we really wanted to have the staff to take care of all of our clients as, as good as possible and have things segmented. For a, for a long time, a lot of us were wearing multiple hats. You know, we had a team of 10, 11 people is all and, and um, you know, managing different departments and handling little tasks here and there, which made it difficult to really focus our full attention, you know, where our expertise was directly with a client. Yes. So we were able to bring on some administrative assistance through my out desk. I've got someone who's fully responsible for handling all new new intakes. So they're doing the data entry and getting the files set up for us. Yeah. Um, asking system to task it along. I've got someone from my outdesk handling all of our billing requests. We can make sure that those are handled in a timely manner if someone needs a payment moved. Uh, you yep. know, if you're not monitoring that real time every single day, you, know, you can end up missing something for somebody. And we want it to be as accessible as possible. So it's, it's really helped to, um, you know, stretch our dollar in order yeah. to make it work for our clients. Well, and you're doing like the Henry Ford, like you're, you're making a conveyor belt out of your clients. And every, yep. Every place has a spot for a person and every person has a place in the spot for that team. And, and we all work together to, to make sure that, cause if you don't set up the file right at the beginning, it's, it's really not going to be a clean ride. We want to make sure that they understand and that we set the expectations correctly and move it through, especially in this industry. When you start talking about the credit repair aspect of it, people have been through other, companies that are one or two people, you know, working from home, writing letters and the communication's really poor. So there's always that little, you know, I'd say piece of doubt about that aspect of it. Not to mention that if we're working with people who have typically 
not knowing what they're doing with their money, not uh, necessarily paying their bills on time, they often come to us feeling like a victim and, and uh, you know, worried about being ripped off. And so we want to make sure that they, they get those warm, fuzzy feelings and don't have that buyer's remorse right after they get into the program. So to hear from people right away is extremely important. Yep. And, and it has allowed your U.S. team, who I guess are experts and advisors and, you know, somebody who, you know, can really focus in and love in those clients it's freed them up to just focus on client revenue, I'm guessing, and really- Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our guys, 20, some of them have 20 plus years experience as a mortgage loan officer banking, people that have actually owned mortgage companies. So our five core uh, coaches have a, a brilliant experience. And yeah, it was, it was a waste of their expertise to have them following up on certain tasks that anybody really could do. So it's really helped to free it up and allow them to give back more to the community and to our clients. And what was your experience with Myotis from the moment you signed up to like today? Like, wh- how did it feel? What, what did it look like? What advice would you give people who are considering it? I mean, it, it's been a great experience from Chris, who introduced me, um, the, the sales guy that I've worked with. I don't know if you guys refer to them as a salesperson, but, uh, you know, he still follows up every now and again to see how things are going. Yep. Um, he was he was awesome to work with to help us understand what the possibilities were yep. using Myotis, especially since. It's my understanding you guys are more focused on real estate mortgage industry specific. We're kind of like outside of that realm, but we work so closely with them. I thought, you know, this this could be a, a nice fit uh, and, and we're moving into some real estate type endeavors. So we might have some opportunity there to get people who are more in tune with that to help manage that business. Um, but then we also have the cool thing is, you know, as a small business owner, I think a lot of people can relate to not really wanting to deal with the human resource side of things with the employees. Uh, we've yeah. had a fair share of bad hires. And you know, even if, if someone's not working out, it's still really hard to, to think slip them and tell them, you know, you got to go. So having a liaison at, at my out desk, someone that I can speak to if we're having any issues. And I say only one of all of our hires has been a little bit of a struggle, but it's more about the stuff that I'm, I'm requiring of him is, you know, a little bit advanced, you know, cause he's in the dev side of things and, and he did a great job in the interview, but he's young and I think he's got some learning to do. So we're really trying to, to give him an opportunity to learn with us. But anyway, being able to reach out to Tessa, say, hey, look, this is what we're struggling with. Can you help me? I just yeah. wanna make sure that we give him every opportunity he can to succeed. And they were actually able to put him in touch with some people who are familiar with Infusionsoft and Keep on your side, also WordPress. So he has also some ways to get a little bit of side training through my desk, which I didn't know was a possibility, but I yeah. think that might add a benefit that I think will help support him and his uh, desire to do well for us. Yep. So you have somebody that's just focused on your CRM, making sure all the pieces are working and everything's kind of flowing the way you want it. Is that kind of one of the focuses that you have? That is something that I wanted um, this particular my desk agent to help us with, you know, because we knew what we wanted to do, but didn't want to take all the time necessarily to do all those things. But for the most part, he's focused on on WordPress. We, we had to get our website off of an old Adobe platform that yep. uh, was coming in of life this year and move it over to WordPress. Uh, this gentleman did struggle with that, but I, you know, brought someone else, you know, on to take care of it so that the person we hired from my desk can just kind of handle the maintenance of it. And uh, it's worked out pretty well for like just some of the things that would take me time to do. Yeah. But he's still got a ways to go. I, I think he, now that's not his only task. So I've got him doing some really basic Photoshop stuff that, you know, I could do. You know, I've also got another guy that helps with that. Mm-hmm. So he has that little basic thing he does every morning that is, you know, very helpful regardless. But when yep. he gets that side of things, you know, we're just going to keep working on him until he's a, until he's a, just a beast. And, and uh, hopefully he doesn't leave us once we get him to that point. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it doesn't sound like he would leave you. No, um, yeah, Tessa says he's extremely, extremely loyal and loves working for us. So that's why I really wanted to give him the opportunity. Yeah, yeah, good. What have you, um, what have you learned about adding virtual assistants? Because this is your first experience in this business, adding a virtual assistant on. Like, yeah. what advice would you give yourself uh, if you were to go back to the new Brian, the first hire? have I learned from this experience? You know, I mean, I, I, I wish I would have found it sooner. Yeah. If, if, if uh, we'd come across this, you know, a couple of years sooner would have uh, avoided some bad hires that we made in order to fill certain positions. But yeah. the world also changed, you know, this kind of all happened in a, you know, very key time. I mean, I think that we came, I think we started hiring with you guys before COVID hit though. Yeah. So it was just kind of just interesting timing, but I think it was nice, as I stated, because they feel like a family. You know, we're we're having team meetings, and they're no different than anyone of us. Not like we're all sitting in a room, and then they're on this monitor all by themselves. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's been it's been really interesting, but it's certainly, you know, I wouldn't shy away from this. I think that it's a great opportunity for anybody who's trying to, um, you know, really do right by their clients and just you know needs a way to be able to afford it. Yeah. And, some people might say, what, America first, right? But when it comes to when it comes to people, you know, I think we're all compassionate about this on a large scale. And the Philippines, as it was explained to me, they would have been in, uh, you know, rough shape if it weren't for a company like my that's putting this stuff together to give them opportunities. And so they, um, they're hard workers. I feel like I can trust them. You know, I don't have to worry about whether they're doing their job or not. And yep. all that's extremely important uh, to, to your peace of mind as a, as a business owner. Yeah. What do you think you've saved using our solution versus hiring local and in, in not only in turnover, but also in just pure dollars? Yeah. I mean, easily it, it would cost us 50% more to do what we're doing with them easily. Uh, and, and turnover wise, I mean, their work ethic is, is tremendous, you know, and, and some of the talent we found has been, you know, very relieving. And one of the, one of the specific positions that actually requires a little bit more specific to the credit industry you know, this, the, the one guy, I don't know if I'm able to say names or not, but it's just first names. Where Ray's just been, been such a, such a beast. You know, I remember when we, when we tested, we decided to do a typing test just to see how they, you know, cause we were trying to narrow it down a few people. And this, this cat came back with crazy typing skills. Like, let's give this a try. And yeah. uh, so he was doing a great job in onboarding. And rather than, you know, trying to hire for some other positions, we've just moved him up and had him train under my lead account manager to do some of this other work. And he's caught on very quickly compared to other people we've tried to train mm -hmm. even in person. Uh, mm -hmm. So I'm looking forward to, you know, trying to expand that and, and find other people that she can count on that can do her job almost as good as she can. She's, she's, she's pretty wicked herself. So, you know, she, she's never felt like anybody else could do what she does. And, um, but I think she's finding some of that potential in, in uh, some of our hires from my test, which is exciting. Yeah. What do you see your future path with us? I mean, as you grow and scale and kind of, continue to build efficiencies out and get that Henry Ford kind of conveyor belt, you know, uh, what do you see yourself doing with us in the future? Uh, yeah. These positions that we're hiring for are ones that we can, you know, can easily uh, duplicate as we get more, more business. So, you know, just be hired right now. We have one person handling all onboarding. Uh, there's some slower days, some crazy days where she's losing her mind, you know, yeah. when, as you know, when we, when we need to, we'll just bring on another person that she can work in tandem because we have it all teed up you know, in a, in a spreadsheet as they come in so they can just go through and pick them as they as they can. She'll easily be able to work with people, add on another billing person to help with Joseph. I mean, yeah. it's going to be it's going to be super easy to go ahead and uh, duplicate these positions. And they uh, they take great notes. All the people who have been hiring are taking great notes. So 
I've actually, I actually had Ray hire, uh, go ahead and train on the new onboarding person for the most part. So he yeah. was with us about six months. He trained his replacement, moved on up. So it relieves a lot of the burden on, on, uh, you know, us to try and figure that out. Cause you know, this re working remotely thing has been very new for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. So your leverage is getting leverage. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. It's super cool. It's been great. Awesome. Well, man, uh, I just appreciate you sharing. It's going to help other people understand the value of my app desk. And just thanks for coming and talking a little bit about your experience and your company. It's been fun. Yeah.